بسم الله الحمد لله الصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن وله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته سورة البقرة is the longest surah in the Quran consisting of 286 verses it also contains the greatest verse in the Quran Ayatul Kursi verse 255 and it also contains the longest single verse in the Quran Verse 276, Ayatul Dain, the verse of the depths. The Prophet Muhammad in great detail explained the virtues of Surah Al Baqarah. He وسلم, said, La taj'alu buyutakum quburan, fa inna al bayt al ladhi tuqra'u fihi Surah Al Baqarah, la yadhuluhu shaytan. Do not turn your houses into graves. Verily, shaytan does not enter the house where Surah Al Baqarah is recited. The Prophet ﷺ further said, "Inna li kulli shay'in sanaman, wa inna sanam al-Qur'an al-Baqarah." Everything has a high peak, and the high peak of the Qur'an is al-Baqarah. In Surah Al-Fatiha, you made a du'a for guidance. Ihdina al-Sirat al-Mustaqim. Well, the response is immediate in Surah Al-Baqarah. ذلك الكتاب لا ريب فيه هدى للمتقين. That is the book whereof there is no doubt. A guidance for the muttaqeen. So the Quran will not benefit every single human being. You have to have the right characteristics. You have to have the right approach. You have to be humble and submissive before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you have to praise Him and thank Him to be able to benefit from the Quran. You have to be from the muttaqun. Surah Al-Baqarah is a nation-building surah. It contains the guidance and the rules of governance needed to establish the Muslim Ummah as a thriving religious and political identity. This is the surah on which the state of Medina was built. It contains rules pertaining to the penal code. It contains rules pertaining to inheritance. It contains rules relating to the pillars of Islam such as Ramadan and Hajj and Zakah. It also contains rules relating to military engagement, jihad, and contains rules towards the end of the surah relating to the monetary system, the prohibition of usury and the enforcement of zakah. It is a surah which encompasses the entire religion. Hence, in verse 208, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, O oh, you who believe, Enter into Islam wholeheartedly and do not follow the footsteps of shaitan. Now towards the end of this surah, there is a beautiful transition from these macro-level nationwide concepts to the micro-level of the family unit. And towards the end of the surah, you will find many laws relating to the family unit, particularly divorce, uh, suckling, maintenance, uh, waiting periods after divorce and within these verses relating to the family unit you will find a verse relating to salah <laughs> God strictly your obligatory prayers and especially the middle prayer subhanallah the basic building block of society is the family unit and the basic entity that will keep that family unit together is the establishment of Salah. 
Now when we're considering all of these deep and diverse themes which can be found in Surah Al-Baqarah, what is the one theme which ties it all together? Well, the scholars of Tafsir discuss that one of the main themes of Surah Al-Baqarah which ties it all together is Al-Istikhlaf, the transfer of authority or becoming successors on the earth or being given authority on the earth, Istikhlaf. And there are some major examples of istikhlaf, both positive and negative, which can be found in Surah Al-Baqarah. The very early example you find is the example of Adam alayhi salam, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, with qala rabbuka lil inni ja'ilun fil ardi khalifa. And when your Lord said to the angels, I will establish upon the earth a khalifa, a successor. So there is the example of Adam alayhi salam. Then there's the failed example of Bani Israel, who despite being liberated from the clutches of the Pharaoh, failed to establish themselves in the Holy Land of Jerusalem due to their materialism and disobedience of Musa alayhi salam. Then there is a third outstanding example of istikhlaf, which is the example of Ibrahim alayhi salam. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Inni ja'iluka nasi imama, I will establish you as an imam for mankind. And towards the end of the surah, there is the successful example of the early prophets of Bani Israel, especially the prophet Dawood alayhi salam, when he faced Goliath on the battlefield and made his famous dua with his band of small followers. رَبَّنَا أَفْرِغْ عَلَيْنَا صَبْرًا وَثَبِّتْ أَقْدَامَنَا وَانْصُرُنَا عَلَى الْقَوْمِ الْكَافِرِينَ O oh, our Lord, pour upon us patience and establish our feet firmly and grant us victory over the disbelieving people. Now this theme of istikhlaf or successorship and authority on the earth, what does that have to do with the name Al-Baqarah? Al-Baqarah literally means the cow. Now many people misunderstand and confuse it with the story of Bani Israel when they worshipped the calf. That is the ajal. That is not what this name of the surah refers to. In fact, it refers to a unique story which can be found in uh, Tafsir ibn Kathir where a wealthy elderly man was murdered from Bani Israel. And the people of Bani Israel, they wanted to know the identity of the murderer. So they came to Musa alayhi salam. But because of their nature, because of being materialistic, they needed a material proof of who the murderer was. So Musa alayhi salam ordered them to slaughter a cow, to take a piece of the cow and place it on the dead body. And the corpse would come back to life and the wealthy man who was murdered would point to his murderer. And in fact, it was his nephew who murdered him to be able to gain his inheritance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the dialogue vividly in the Quran where Musa speaks to Bani Israel and orders them to slaughter the cow. With qala Musa liqawmihi, inna Allah ya'murukum an tathbahu baqara. Qalu atattakhiduna huzwa. Qala a'udhu billahi an akuna min al-jahileen. And recall when Musa said to his people, Indeed, Allah commands you to slaughter a cow. They say, Do you take us as in ridicule? Are you joking with us? He said, I seek refuge in Allah from being amongst the ignorant. So look at the attitude which they show to Musa alayhi salam. Look at the lack of respect and the lack of reverence. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pointing to us through counterexample how he doesn't want us to behave with revelation. 
If you're going to be established upon the earth, if you're going to have authority on the earth, if you're going to be in charge of people, you're going to have to have the correct attitude and the correct conduct with revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're going to have to have the correct relationship with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They then go on to ask a number of questions to Musa alayhi salam. They said, call upon your Lord to make, us cl- to make clear to us what it is. As if the revelation is unclear. As if the commands of Musa and the prophets are ambiguous. They then go into further question. They said, call upon your Lord to show us what her color is. They then further ask. They said, call upon your Lord to make us clear what it is. Indeed, cows look alike to us. And indeed, we, if Allah wills, will be guided. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. Through their excessive questioning and through their procrastination, they actually made the order from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala far, far more difficult. In the beginning of the passage, Musa orders them to slaughter Baqara. It comes in the Nakira form, the generic form, any cow. It translates as any cow will do. But due to their continually questioning, due to their rudeness, and due to their reluctance in obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the order became gradually more difficult until only one particular cow, one type of cow, one particular color, one type, one age would do. And this cow ended up being so expensive that they had to pay the weight of this cow in gold coins. Subhanallah. When you procrastinate with the orders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you ask too many questions, not the type of questions which you need for clarification, but the type of questions when you're delaying for the sake of delaying, you know it's obligatory to pay five times a day, but you keep on questioning to avoid actually submitting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's command. When you question more and more and more, the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually end up becoming more difficult for you. Keep the religion simple. Keep it simple, follow the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and follow the precedence which has come before you. Surah Al-Baqarah then ends with a positive example of how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala expects us to be. In Surah Al-Baqarah, the Bani Israel were procrastinating. They were refusing to follow the commands of Musa alayhi salam. Then at the end of Surah Al-Baqarah, their description is of the believers. وَقَالُوا سَمِعْنَا وَأَطَعْنَا خُفْرَانَكَ رَبَّنَا وَإِلَيْكَ الْمَصِيرِ And they say, we hear and we obey. Forgive us our Lord, to you is the return. This is the role model. This is the way we're supposed to be. And these last two verses of Surah Al-Baqarah are so important that the Prophet ﷺ said, whoever recites Surah Al-Baqarah before going to sleep, it will suffice them. Ali radiallahu an said, I don't think any sane person would go to sleep before reciting the last three verses of Surah Al-Baqarah. Hada wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.